0: Welcome to the Podcasters Podcast, the show for podcasters by podcasters. In this show, I'm going to be giving you the tips, tricks, and anything else you need to get your podcast launched and keep it moving past the pod fade and into the stratosphere. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Wayne here from the Podcasters Podcast, and I am currently... On an interview with Janice Chaka of the Traveling Introvert Podcast. Um, so the the subtitle is Borderless Experiences in Life and Business. And um, from what I've heard so far, I've listened to a couple of episodes. You, you talk about traveling and business and how to adapt with being an introvert. And so um, there's a lot of good information that I've heard so far. And you know, it's um, you know, it's a promising show, and it looks like you have a Good amount of episodes, which is which is really good, um, so um, if you could take a minute, say hi to everybody and then talk a little bit about your show and then we 'll kind of dive in
1: uh so hi (laughs) this is janice and about my show it's it basically started off because people didn't know where in the world i was and my friends wanted to keep track so it wasn't it wasn't supposed to be a big i have a podcast thing and you'll notice that they're very short five minute episodes of me just ranting about whatever's on my mind at the time it's not an interview one it's not an hour one i don't deep dive into stuff it's just me having a rant that's all it is
0: right no that's it's great. And actually it's, it's neat that you just do have those short little bits of information um, and then just kind of get those out there. So, um, so you said, you just said it's kind of like for people to kind of keep track of what's going on with you. So I guess you're um, I think you've mentioned it before. You're kind of a digital nomad, right? So you you hop around all over the place.
1: I do have a home base, but I found that I've traveled about nine months of the year, and so they class it as kind of a digital nomad thing. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's an accidental digital nomad. That's how I've been ended up like this.
0: So what's driving you to travel so much? Is it just because you enjoy it? Is it a job that you have? Is it this, you know, what's going on with it that's actually really causing you to, to get around like that?
1: Um, a, because I love to travel and luckily I have friends all around the world, so I get to visit them and stay for free, but also because I get asked to go to conferences and so therefore I travel, but mainly because I like to travel.
0: Okay, awesome. Um, so the conferences uh, that you just mentioned, um, are you like a guest speaker or are you just invited to attend? What kind of things do you, do you dive in with there?
1: Um, nobody is a guest speaker these days. I don't know what happened, but suddenly (laughs) I think (laughs) to speak about introversion at different places.
0: That's awesome. Okay. And that's where I was going to kind of go with it. So you are speaking on being an introvert and I guess what it's like, are you, are you more themed towards being an introvert with business, um, with your home life or just in general, like how to kind of adapt and live with that, um, that wave personality, I guess.
1: Um, it's mainly to do with business either, um, Teams, remote teams that don't know how to integrate their introvert um, team members into the group or um, people who are looking to change careers, uh, but they're an introvert and keep being passed over because apparently, according to management, they're not seen as networking with the right people or that sort of thing.
0: Right. Okay. That makes sense. All right. So that's really good. Now, so let me ask this, um, just a little bit more detail on it since you're speaking about it, which is great. Um, from what I've understood being an introvert and I think I kind of fall into this place, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. I think I'm a mix between both. Um, is more around like kind of how you mentally recharge and and regroup. So you could be in a social setting like a party or something like that. Um, but you get, kind of need that alone time either afterwards and downtime to just kind of recharge where I think a lot of people relate being an introvert to just being shy and timid, and not wanting to talk to people. And is it more that that second piece is kind of like a myth or misnomer or is that actually a part of it, but it happens to be the stereotype?
1: it's more of a myth and unfortunately a lot of introverts think that and a lot of extroverts think that, and therefore the, you know, the cycle continues. You can get, be a shy introvert, but you can also be a shy extrovert. It's, um, but some things sort of explode or, or, make things bigger than they actually are. So just because I don't want to go out every Friday night doesn't mean I'm shy. I just don't want to go out every Friday night. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and there are some people that just don't like people. So it, 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 uh, unfortunately, there's a lot of myths out there. One big one is the Cambridge Dictionary. That right mm-hmm. now, their definition of introvert is shy, awkward, and doesn't make friends easily. And so oh. it's things like that that, that don't help.
0: Interesting. Okay. And so um, how do you, I guess your talks are helping, but um, how, how does one go about trying to, I guess, redefine that uh, across the board? Like how do you, how do you get the dictionary changed?
1: <laughs> I'm working on that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Currently I have a, uh Question, not a questionnaire. One of those things where people a petition, okay, um, set up for people to sign to get the Cambridge Dictionary to change their definition, mainly because it's very subjective and it's wrong, but it's written very subjectively for a dictionary. Right. And um, then I've got a little. I know there's going to be stuff going on throughout the year to try and raise the the. what, what what is seen as introversion and what is correct and what isn't correct and, and raise the visibility of these things and bring it up to the Cambridge dictionary more and more until, you know, I'm going to be one of those like pains that kind of does this all the time. Right,
0: Just kind of poke them enough so that they finally start to listen to you. And that's, yeah. that's actually, that's incredible. And uh, it's really great that you're kind of championing that cause and, and pushing forward with it. And so, um, the podcast is actually a great way to bring awareness to that, which is, which is really cool. So you, you have a really good niche topic and, um, you know, clearly you're in the space and talking about it. So that's, that's really awesome. Um, but you'd said that you started kind of doing the podcast so people could follow you, but now you also are doing, you know, with what's going on with the Um, So kind of what really made you pull the trigger and decide now, I think I really need to have something that I'm talking to people and just kind of, you know, getting this platform out.
1: So for the longest while, as an entrepreneur, you get told if you have a website, you have to have a blog. <laughs> And for years, I was struggling to write anything for, you know, they they say you have to be consistent and speak to your audience. And I struggled for years. And it took me a long time to realize I'm far better at speaking. (laughs) (laughs) And because the whole thing is with introverts, you're supposed to be really good at writing. And it's like, "Mm -mm, no, no. And so I started doing the podcast. And also I had to like get rid of one client who was sucking up all my time that (laughs) then helped me have some free time to kind of just play with this and be like, okay, I'm going to see what happens. And so it was a case of getting rid of a client that was bad for me and finally figuring out that I didn't need a blog blog. I just need a method of getting uh, my thoughts out there.
0: Yeah. Awesome. No. And that's, that's the perfect way to do it. And I, I totally agree. I'm the same way. I'm, I'm trying to write blog posts that are going along with this show and it's just like, it kills me to have to sit there and type. And sometimes I actually just pull up the dictation and talk to the computer so it can type for me. (laughs) Um, So that way it still gets written down, but I'm actually just speaking, which is something I'm, uh, it's very easy for me to do that. Um, So yeah, no, I totally, totally understand. Um, All right. So Um, I guess what led you into it? Did you get, um, you know, you made that decision and then how did you figure out how to get started? Um, did you join up with a class or a membership site? Did you happen to know a podcaster? How did you really get involved with actually taking the steps of getting, getting moving?
1: I, I did none of those things. Okay. I, like, I was that like human that was just like, I have, uh, like my microphone and headset. I can record directly into my phone because it right. was for friends. It wasn't my. I wasn't trying to do this professionally. <laughs> and so that's what I did. I literally used my headset and, um, a recording device on my, my phone and okay. then moved on to a recording device on my computer and then moved on to, I actually got a, a USB microphone because uh, I know USB is frowned upon in the podcasting world. Um, but I travel so much. I'm not going to take around a mixer and a, a tape recorder and everything else because th- th- right. this was for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I record and I had to look it up because you were asking me about technology and I had to look up and I, I have a USB Fifine plug-and-play home studio okay. the, the, uh, microphone thing right. <laughs> um, with, a, with a condenser on the top. Okay. Um, I know I need one of those like pop filters, but right. apart from that, what I tend to do is I batch my work because if I'm at home, I can just record a bunch and get it done because I'm not mm-hmm. going to record when I'm on the road. It's just not right. going to happen
0: yeah no that can definitely be a pain and actually so batching the work that's actually a great um great point of advice for a lot of people. Cause, um, I've had a podcast in the past where, um, it was mostly interview based and I was struggling all the time with, you know, Oh, I'm going to release on Tuesday, but I haven't talked to anyone. So Monday night I'm scrambling to figure out what to do. And then, you know, you have to edit and fix it all and then get it released for, to be consistent as they, <laughs> as they always say. Um, and so, yeah, so batching is really that process where you're doing, you know, five, six, seven episodes in a row kind of thing doing them all in one day and just taking that day, you know, out to, to do it. And then that way you can set up the release. And, you know, if you're a weekly show, you know, that gives you five, six, seven weeks worth of content, which is a nice relaxing buffer. If you have any kind of anxiety, (laughs) anxiety,
1: Or stuff breaking or or not recording because you see messages from people going, I was supposed to record today, but this thing broke and I'm supposed to. Yeah. It's panic worthy that I do not
0: need. Yeah. Totally becomes a mess. Actually. It's, it's great that, this has been so smooth so far we just dropped right into zoom and then hit record and everything was working I had an interview yesterday with somebody and um, zoom had all kinds of problems so um, it was just one of those weird things that that freak out but you know it's the same kind of thing it gives you that buffer time so if you have to re-record or you have to do another version of the show you can work that out with your guests and, and try to figure that out which is really nice um, all right so okay so you just grabbed whatever you had available, you grabbed your phone, you grabbed your headset mic and you just kind of went for it. Um, and that's awesome because that's really, it's about taking action. You're not worried about how do I do this perfectly? You know, you're kind of doing it as fun just for people that are getting out there. But you know, I went all the way back to your first episode because I wanted to hear your intro episode and I really wasn't able to tell that you, you know, you had some kind of a headset mic versus something else. Like, um, all of your recording quality seems to be pretty consistent across the board. Um, And you know, the show sounds great. Actually, I really love that jazz intro that you have. (laughs) So I don't know where you found that. If that just happened to just pop up somewhere on some website, but I just really kind of dig the vibe of your, your intro music. So it was, uh, is
1: it five forest forest? uh, There's a free. Yes. Okay. It was from there. And (laughs) as far as how my stuff sounds, I'll, I'll probably give a shout out to my, my, guy who does all my um, equalizing and, and makes it sound good because I've been working with him from the start okay. and I won't go anywhere else
0: Who is that? Can you, can you tell people about him?
1: I can. What I'm going to do is, I wish I thought of that earlier um, okay. he, he is on Fiverr. His name is David okay. and let me um, David, David David, it's called David Studio David Studio <laughs> Got five star rating after eight hundred and sixty three reviews. He is nice. a man, and normally what it is is because my my episodes are like five minutes. I'll message him and go. I've got you know eight five minute episodes. Give me a quote. He give me the quote and gets it back to me. It's all good, and I've used him from the start, and it's it's worked wonderfully. As long as I give me enough lead time, he'll do. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. Okay, great. Um, I'll try to look him up or if you could send me a link to his, um, his fiber page um, just so I can put it in the show notes for people in case they're, they're curious and they want to look around. So uh, done. perfect. Oh, awesome. There it is. Nice chat little window. I love it. Um, all right. Awesome. So um, now you are posting right now, I think you're using Libsyn on the back end. So if you didn't go the route of finding a course and anything on those lines, how'd you find out about Libsyn? <laughs>
1: I found a Facebook group called She Podcasts. Okay. And um, they recommended Libsyn because all of your hosting, um, like I was with GoDaddy, for example, and they're like, oh, we have hosting for this sort of thing. And I was like, do you really though? Because it's not quite the same. And I was in between Podbean and a couple of others, but everyone said Libsyn was wonderful Mm -hmm. and it's, Again, because my episodes are short, um, my my uploads—I I mean, I'll batch, and so like there'll be like one time where I'll pay for more and then go back down again. But right. it's been pretty, um, pretty manageable and pretty easy to do. It took a little while because of iTunes wanting a specific type of image and size, file size, and that kind of thing. Yep. <laughs> but apart from that, it's been it's been smooth sailing, and the customer service is pretty spot on.
0: Yeah, they have been really good. So I, I have been using Libsyn with most of, so I also do um, stuff kind of like David, I do um, production and things as well. Um, mm-hmm. And for pretty much for all my clients, I will go ahead and actually use um, Libsyn. Now what I'm going to be doing with this podcast, so this hasn't released yet. So I'm going to be releasing it um, probably we're in April right now. So probably either late April, early May, cause I'm batching. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I'm, I'm building up and getting a lot of the, uh, the episodes ready to go that way I don't have to scramble and worry as much. Um, um, but I have a couple of people that kept asking me about something called PIPPA, that's dot Um, So I actually, um, I'm going to write an article about this and potentially record an episode on it. So I had a chat conversation with one of their support specialists, her name's Abby. Um, I talked to her for a full hour and I hit her with every single question, like, you know, what happens with, you know, this and what happens with cost, what happens here? Um, you know, how do we do the download? How do we convert? How do you, you know, all these type of things. Um and she was great. She had answers for everything immediately. And she's like, Oh, hold on, give me one second. And then she cut and paste the whole article. And she's like, Does this help? You know, is this what you're looking for? And so she was extremely responsive with everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and with the way that it all kind of rolled out, um, they actually they don't advertise it, but they do have a podcast producer version also. So if you have clients, it allows you to centralize and have one account where you can oh. manage multiple podcasts, which is something you can't do with Libsyn. And so that's yeah. the struggle I have now is with all of my clients, they each individually have a Libsyn account. And so I have to keep track of all these username and passwords where with Pippa, I can have my one account and then they will still have their own individual Pippa account. But what they do is when they join it, they use like an affiliate code or like a, you know, a, um, you yeah, like a coupon code kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so when they join, that will kind of join under my account. And then they just contact customer service and say, Hey, Wayne is actually managing my podcast. Can you connect our accounts? They'll do it for it immediately. And it shows up as a, as an option inside of my thing. Um, so it's amazing so far. Um, but I'm going to be hosting this podcast through there and try it and see where it goes. And, and who knows, maybe I'll be pushing Pippa instead of uh, Libson from now on. Yeah. Um, and they are cheaper and they don't have a limit, so I know, like for um, for Libsyn, you pay like on average, um, American anyway, twenty dollars a month um, for like a hundred megs or something like that. Mm-hmm which if you do a 35 to 45 minute episode, you can jam in probably four, maybe five episodes squeezing it in. Um, so that's where that goes. And then you either end up paying an extra five bucks for a little bit of space, or you jump the next tier for a month to upload a whole bunch of other episodes. And then you kind of pull back down, which is exactly what you just described um, with Pippa. They said, you're paying us monthly for unlimited episodes. And I'm like, well, what about size, everything else? And they said, most episodes, even like the long, long form, like three hour guys are less than 150 megs size wise. Mm-hmm. So, so as long as each file is under 150 megs, you can upload as many as you want. And so I was like, wow, <laughs> like that's, that immediately, like you could batch our shows and have, you know, a hundred of them without having to worry about it. So that's, that's incredible.
1: I think for producers, that's a really good option, especially having all your clients in one space. Cause I can't imagine, um, being like a podcast VA, for example, and having to manage all these different accounts and password last pass is wonderful, but yes, it would be good to have it under one thing.
0: Yeah. it now LastPass definitely is great, but it does still become a pain because <laughs> then you have to teach everyone how to use LastPass and then you know it just oh. it's a nightmare. So it's it's a problem to be solved where someone can make a billion dollars and I think Pip is on the way.
1: <laughs> yeah, sounds good. Does it also include video or is it only audio?
0: It's only audio from what I can tell so far. I haven't tried video. Um now this happens to be a video recording, so I'll have this video. I probably I keep them, but I don't know if I'm going to use them or not. Mm-hmm. If anything, I'd probably just bundle it with a YouTube channel. So, um, exactly. because you're not paying for it at that point and the quality's just fine. Um, so that way I can just kind of bundle both platforms of having YouTube available plus having, um, HIPAA for the audio on all the other platforms. So, yeah. So until something else comes up,
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, know, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll try it and we'll see how it goes. So, but that's where it's at. So, um, all right. So awesome. So I actually did hear about that, that podcasting group, um, Mm-hmm. and so you know it's it's one of the ones that are out there i think there's like i don't know a thousand of them <laughs> so if yeah so if you are looking to get started in podcasting yeah hit the facebook groups there's a ton of free help that's out there um that people will go ahead and answer questions i'm in at least three or four of them and i'm always answering questions so <laughs> um all right so um just kind of moving forward with some of those things um you know since the podcasting is starting to kind of take off a little bit even though it started as a kind of like a side for fun type of thing. Um, What do you kind of see being your next steps with the show? Like, are you going to try to um, do anything a little bit more professional with it? Are you just going to let it ride or, you know, are you going to look to monetize? Do you have plans at all? You might not even have plans. So you, that's perfectly an acceptable answer. So,
1: (laughs) no plans Um, for my podcast no I'm going to keep it the five minutes there's a reason why it's five minutes it's me it's ranting there's not a lot of back end stuff that has to go into it not a lot of notes not a lot of there's only so much time I want it to take up I am doing more sort of Um, question answers as far as someone asks, you know, do I tell my boss I'm an introvert? And so I'll answer that question. I'm doing more of those. Um, And I am going to the podcast movement
0: uh, in Philadelphia in in July. Well, guess what? Let us schedule a meetup because I live right outside of Philadelphia and I am going.
1: (laughs) So So I'm going to that, but what I am doing is working with podcasters who have been going for a while, especially sort of like coaches and business owners and helping them like make their podcasts into books. Okay. So many people get so narrow into podcasting and they get really narrow-minded about it and it's all about the audio and there's a whole audience out there that really likes reading. (laughs) (laughs) And you could just grow your brand by just taking your interviews and your podcast and making it into a book. You still get to reach the people, but another area of people and it, Mm -hmm. you know, increases your brand and you get to talk about it and it's awesome. But yeah, podcasts have this very like...
0: right. Actually no that's that's incredible. Um I, I want to talk to you more about that. <laughs> Not for this show but just in general because it's so my um my plan to take over the world um <laughs> with this whole thing is um I wanted to start with podcasting and really help people do the you know do the production and just launch, you know, get get going in 30 days. Um you know just try to get out there. But you know, you, you see this with a lot of the other major players in the space, they have all this old blog content that's been around for a while plus these episodes and it's really good evergreen content, but again, Again, they're only thinking about the audio or just the blog post when there's so many other formats that you could do. So you could generate lead magnets with PDF downloads of episodes and other things like that. So um, it's something that it's definitely on my mind and I have been looking into it, but not like really convicted to doing it. So, you know, maybe in July we can have a conversation, you know, I can take you to a really good barbecue place or something like that in Philly and then uh, <laughs> we'll make some myself. Well, you know, we'll, we'll see. I, I, I do that also. So. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, it's it's definitely, and I, I'm doing it my, not with my podcast, but I'm doing it with myself. I did um, for International Women's Day, I interviewed seven women, okay, um, on on Zoom, and we, we did it for like twenty minutes each, and it was that uh, inspirational introverts, and so I'm taking all of those and sticking them into a book. Awesome.
0: That's that's perfect. Now, what kind of format are you going to just do like a a traditional like self-published book to put on Amazon? Are you going to do an audio book, you know, through like the I guess the ACX platform, which is um, Amazon's audible platform? Like, how are you actually going to kind of get it out there for people?
1: I'm just going to to start with, I'm going to self-publish because I've already got a, um, one book self-published on Amazon. So I'm just going to add it to that. And I've got a third one apparently coming out this year. <laughs> if I can get my my ducks in a row. And um, But the audio thing, that's, that's interesting. I hadn't thought about that. And right. so I might look into that afterwards. So uh, what I did was when I posted the videos, I also did the transcripts mm-hmm. and I have a, a way of seeing where people look when they're right. on my website okay. and it's amazing how many people actually look to the transcripts
0: nice that's really awesome and yeah that's the um so you can create the audiobooks completely free of charge there's a whole platform for it through audible um and if you have the transcript already that means that you could link the written version to the audio it might take a little bit of editing you don't maybe not want the whole raw audio but you could actually have the speaker, the, the person that you were interviewing saying their own words as the part of the book, which I think would be a really nice touch. Yeah, (laughs) that Mm -hmm. would be awesome. Um, I'll make sure, actually I'm going to look it up right now because I think it's, I think it's ACX, um, which is Amazon's thing. I'm going to double check and, and find it really quick. Yes, that's it audio creation exchange. I'm going to send you the link right now. So that way that you have it. Um, there's a ton of resources in here that you can go to. So it's just ACX.com. Super simple. Just the three letters. Um, and it says right off the bat, turn your book into an audio book. Like they, you know, that can take a pre-existing book and help you with that, but they can already walk you through like, you know, um, different scenarios, like whether or not you have audio or you sitting around, which in your case you do, because you have those zoom recordings. Um, you know, if you're an actor or producer or other things like that. Um, so there's definitely tons of ways that you can get in there. And it's much like, um, when you're starting a podcast, they have a ton of resources. So they tell you the audio formats that things should be like how you do chapters, like all this stuff is in there completely free. Um, so it's, you know, it's awesome. It's a great resource if you're going to go that route of, of making an audiobook, which I have yet to do, but this is where I'm going when I do it. <laughs>
1: well, also because the book that I already have out, I can now make into an audiobook. It It's so, found my book. So I was like, oh, okay.
0: There you go. You're awesome. Good. So you all can right. experiment with that first and then see how, see what the process is because it's already a pre-existing book and then decide whether or not you want to do it with these new recordings. So yeah, there you go. Awesome opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> um all right so let me um so I guess let me ask this what are um so you don't really have like super plans with it which is which is great because you just want to keep it kind of to yourself these fun little five minute blurbs of information that's going on um and it's perfectly uh, you know awesome to be able to do that um are there any kind of um I don't know like technical struggles or or things that kind of get in your way that pop up every once in a while that are something that you're still looking to kind of figure out how to get past
1: I feel like my sound is very echoey. The room that I use has a huge glass window and I have this guy that sells sandias every day. And it's almost like he knows when I want to record. He's like, oh, you want to record now? Wait, sandia. <laughs> um, I find, I think it sounds very echoey. I know that some of my mouth sounds um, are a little, I, but that's just me like being picky on it. I found an app. Oh, ooh, this might be helpful to people. I uh, found an app called um, o-r-a-i hang on it's called all right and it's supposed to help you exercise uh, help you with exercises to better your speech patterns and how huh. you speak.
0: interesting okay so it's, so it's a communication app. cope yes yeah all um, right wow this is you're giving me so many incredible things this is such a great exchange of information <laughs> <It's> <laughs> that's cool. the actual link right there i just found it
1: oh you found it yeah yeah it's a communication something i, I can't even remember how i found it but um I, I i've been dipping in and out of that i need to be more consistent consistent <laughs> about <laughs> it uh to try and help with that but um Technical issues? No, because it's just me. I think if it was me interviewing, there'd be a whole host of other like stuff. (laughs) I have been on other people's podcasts. And so from that point of view, with you, it was easy. You sent a calendar, you were like, here, here's a calendar link, set it up, put some links in whatever I needed. And that was it. I've been on other podcasts where there's been a back and forth of six or seven emails Uh... to the point where I'm like, can I be bothered right now? You still, told, you still haven't told me if it's going to be Skype or, or zoom or some other thing. And we're like seven emails deep.
0: Right. So that, um, I think fortunately I'm, I'm not the most organized person. So the fact that you got that email ahead of time and that had this communication, that has been a lot of hard work on my part. And also, um, Information from other people. So um, one of my uh, one of my guests, um, her name was Marina. Um, she recommended that I use HubSpot, which is basically a CRM, so keeping mm-hmm. track of people. Because what I was doing is I have Calendly, which is um, a software for booking calendar and events, and um, that's kind of where you set up your um, interview and other people had it as well. Um, and then she'd asked me, she's like, "Okay, well, we set up through Calendly, but how do you keep track of you know how many times we've had?" back and forth or, you know, what you sent me, what you've asked, what's outgoing, all this other stuff. And I'm like, I kind of just keep it in Evernote and then set myself up some reminders. And she's like, oh man, (laughs) I'm like, okay, well, go ahead. Give me information, give me feedback. And so she told me about how she's keeping track of all of her podcast interviews through HubSpot. And so I went ahead and tried it. I grabbed everyone, um, in, you know, that I had already set up for an interview and I think I have like seven or eight coming up within the next two weeks. So I put all of those people, including yourself into HubSpot. Um, I found out that I can link HubSpot to my email provider. So I, I own podcasterspodcast.com and it has its own email. So I linked in directly to that. Um, so that email I sent you where, um, you know, saying kind of like get better, like, I hope you're doing well cause you were, you were a little sick. Um, I actually sent that through HubSpot. And so it told me when you opened the email, it was looking at all these analytics. Um, and I didn't have to think about it. Like it just said like, Oh, she read your email. I'm like, Oh, that's, that's awesome. She looked at it. Um, so same thing. I set up a reminder yesterday and I said, okay, I know I'm going to forget to send her a zoom link. So let me set up a little task, send her a zoom link at nine in the morning. Um, you know, go create this thing and go do it. And so it just buzzed my phone and told me like, Hey, time to go make the link. I was like, Oh, you know, I was feeding the dogs in the morning and realize I had to go do it
1: <laughs> but what you could do is I think Zapier will work with Candle, Cal, uh, Calendly and Calendly yes yeah. so
0: it will you can actually hook all of them up um, so this is the only reason why I'm not doing it so now Calendly I I went ahead and paid for so you have to have a paid version of Calendly to hook it up to HubSpot um, Cause you have to have their, um, their API, API, which is, yeah, the interaction. So, um, so I paid for that, but what I didn't want to pay for was the next version of Zoom. <laughs> so I'm on the free version of Zoom right now. Um, so in order to get it to make Zoom meetings, I also have to have the business version of Zoom. And yes. so those together, I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm not ready to invest the money in Zoom just yet. And so that's the personal choice that I'm making. Um, but yes, you are absolutely correct. You can use um, Zapier or if then that's that, um, you know, any of those automation services and mm-hmm. you can connect all of the systems together. So someone books your Calendly, it updates HubSpot, HubSpot then goes and tells Zoom to go make a meeting and then it sends you an email and it does all the things and then I don't have to think about it. And that is a beautiful closed system, but it costs money. <laughs>
1: Yes. Exactly. So yeah, no, I understand.
0: Um, yep. And I haven't launched yet, so I have no way of monetizing. So it's literally out of pocket. And so yeah, I think my wife will start questioning all of these um <laughs> monthly fees <laughs> if they don't start making it soon. So I will get there eventually. Um, but as of right now, not um yeah, it's just a cost that I don't want to take on. So yep,
1: that makes sense. That makes sense. Little by little.
0: Yep. We'll get there. Baby steps. But the fact that it does all of it, I mean, Calendly was super cheap. It was something like $4 a month or $5 a month or something like that. So I was like, you know what? Five bucks, I can eat that. <laughs> <laughs> so but I think Zoom was like 30 or 40 and I'm yeah. like, eh, that's enough to where it'll, it'll make a dent if I don't start bringing in the money. So yes. yeah, yes. I'll, I'll hold off on that for one right now. Um, Plus, all of my interviews are roughly 30 minutes or so. So I'm mm-hmm. underneath their 45 minute timeline. It records both of our channels. So the free version is perfectly fine. I'll figure everything else out later. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, all right. So let me, um, I guess let me kind of wrap up with this cause we're kind of getting close to time now. So if anyone wants to reach out and talk to you, um, to find out about how you're podcasting, talk to you about being an introvert or, you know, just kind of hear the podcast or anything like that. How can people go ahead and get a hold of you?
1: All right, so my website is uh, the Careerintrovert.com, that's sort of my business website. The okay. site for the podcast is thetravelingintrovert.com. Those are the two nice. best places to get a hold of me. They'll, they'll, they'll link you back to the same thing. I'm both on Facebook under those two names as well, and uh, same with Twitter and I think, Instagram.
0: <laughs> you think just not sure but that's okay well, all right, well, perfect. because
1: instagram has the the traveling introvert because that was the only one that was available but you, if you put in the career introvert it will also pop up as the same thing
0: oh nice okay so they're kind of linked yes all right excellent um all right so is there any um i guess any parting words or anything else that you'd like to say to anybody before we uh get going
1: don't overthink it don't feel that you have to get the right thing at the right time it's your podcast you can change it whenever you want you can put it wherever you want Um, though when thinking of your domain name, try and, you know, narrow that down and get that (laughs) that right. Because changing that can, and the URL can be a real pain. But apart from that, like you can change it. You can have seasons, you can do two that are by yourself and one that's an interview or whichever way around you want to do it. It's your podcast and iTunes is not the boss of you. (laughs)
0: <laughs> right they are not the boss they they do hold a, a big stick but they are not the boss
1: <laughs> oh. all, all, all of my my listens are from stitcher and like iheart radio they're not from iTunes because most of them, like i'm a i'm a droid user i don't use i, I iphones i whatever of that nature so right you know.
0: Nope. yeah no perfect yeah so there's um, there's a whole slew of podcast um, hosting directories that are out there um, so she just mentioned two so she just said uh, iHeartRadio and Stitcher um, you know there is iTunes of course there's um, CastBox and Overcast and I don't know there's like 50 of them so I will eventually have a list for you guys to, to go ahead and take a look at but yes there are plenty of them out there um, oh that was the other thing I know we'll circle back really quick we were talking about Pippa and, and Libsyn um, mm-hmm. Pippa automatically has broadcasting to like 10 of the the major hosts right off the bat so as soon as you get your show up and running you just say yes approve me to these locations and then they'll start just feeding them automatically so that's a that's another thing so you don't have to go back and forth with the the manual connections (laughs) so so, yeah that's pretty much it so Janice it has been awesome talking to you today this has been such a great interview we've had a lot of good back and forth with everything so um, again thank you very much for taking the time and, and speaking with me about your podcast and about your show
1: you are welcome. I'm actually going to send you one other link. She we were talking about monetization and I just realized I have one, but I didn't think about it. It's called With Radio Public. And okay. so um, you, you get paid a little bit when people listen to you through Radio Public and they're very good at promoting lesser known um, podcasts
0: oh i'm gonna check this out then (laughs) all right so then i will take the the second part of your parting piece of guidance is check out radio public because you might be able to make some money
1: (laughs) yes not a lot but like a little
0: (laughs) you know what five cents is five cents and so right yeah if you take what you can get um all right awesome so um so again um we'll go ahead and wrap up here thank you again so much it's been a pleasure talking to you
1: you are welcome thank you so much
0: Today's episode was brought to you by the letter W stands for WCR studios, the production company that brought you today's episode and every episode of the podcasters podcast. Come visit the site at WCRstudios.com, Check out some of the other great podcasts that we're in the middle of producing. And as always, we will catch you next time on the next episode of the podcasters podcast.